Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Syracuse's first game in the ACC tournament will be Wednesday at noon. They'll face the 13-9, 9-8 in ACC NC State Wolfpack. We'll let you know what we think about all that. Yeah. But first, this show is presented by the title sponsor, Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football is over, but the Professional Basketball League, the NCAA is up ahead, and we've got the conference championships to, to bet on. You got NHL, you've got, let's see, NASCAR, you got MLB coming up, even. Award shows, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, and you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you, Bet Online. Okay, so some quick things to hit up in the news category and some updates. Uh, Syracuse picked up its second commitment of the 2022 class, running back LaQuint Allen. Uh, he announced on Twitter on Friday. He also held offers from Pittsburgh, Rutgers, Temple, Virginia, and West Virginia, among others. He joins defensive back Cornell Perry in Syracuse's 2022 class. Allen is the first offensive commit for the Orange so far, according to Mike McAllister. Obviously, not none of those are official until right. National Signing Day, and we're a year out. So, for what it's worth, still news. Men's lacrosse improved to two and one over in a win over Vermont yesterday, 17 to 13. Senior goalie Drake Porter he made a career high 20 saves. And freshman Owen Hiltz with four goals and an assist. The Syracuse women's team ACC championships were halted yesterday after a loss to Louisville, 72-59 to in the semifinals after a big upset against Florida State. So um, they did a very good job. And they were without Tiana. So, you know, they, they did a good job for what it was worth. 
And Priscilla Williams, who's the guard who got she had got injured. She banged her head really kind of bad. They had to put her take her out on a stretcher the game before against Florida State. So they went into that um, third game in three days with only six players. So they gave it a go, held uh, held it close um, into the you know middle of the third, but then uh, Louisville kind of took it over there in the fourth. Um, full disclosure, didn't get to watch the lacrosse game, so. <laughs> Anything I hear about it is from you. Um. Well, I I watched it. I watched Charles watched trying to watch both those games at the same time. By the way, they're projected an eight seed currently in the NCAA tournament, which officially the bracket will come out officially uh, March fifteenth at seven. Uh, the is that women's? Yeah, that's the women's. Uh, the look the, the lacrosse game was good. It had me a little nervous for a little bit. Vermont not that bad. Kind of a scrappy team. So got a little chippy yeah. too, which was fun. And um, you know, I mean, you can't say enough about Owen Hiltz is 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 you know the future of of this team. So just yeah. excellent, excellent. And as uh, far as um, Quint Allen uh, Jr. that uh, verbal commit uh, again, I know you like to you know it's a year away and. It's tough to get excited about it, but you know, ranked the three-star recruit, number sixty-eight running back, and he actually is pretty impressed. He was pretty impressive on um, defense last season as well. He had eighty-four tackles, six sacks, three interceptions uh, while playing linebacker. So, um, don't know if that would be his his college um, position on defense, but I do know that he was getting Division One. Uh, I know you you mentioned Pittsburgh, Rutgers, Temple, Virginia. I know West Virginia was in there, mm-hmm. and uh, he was getting scholarships for like defense too, safety wise. So uh, this is a guy who's coming in as a running back, probably wants to play running back, but um, at least he's got that kind of. Um, he's got capable, a defense capable. mentality. He can. Yeah, I mean, he's six foot, one hundred and eighty pounds, and right. he played linebacker. So I mean, that's a situation where you're playing five secondary and one of those times you know you got one of the safeties up there a lot of times in the linebacker position outside linebacker position um you know it's good to have a guy that you know if he's not successful at running back well he doesn't have another position he'll just be playing special teams for four years right like this is a guy that might be able to flip over to the defensive end uh if need be um and actually help over there too so hopefully we get him i think it's a good it's a good pickup yeah i mean it was uh it was you know, I judge some of these things, especially when they're far out about, you know, the the comments on social media and, and how, you know, how people react to it. So a high three-star, you know, borderline four-star running back. And like you said, plays was playing defensive back. I think he played a lot of that in high school and also and some seven-on-seven seven stuff. He was doing some so he's defense. playing linebacker at six okay. foot 180. Yeah, so – and he had a lot of tackles. So um, that's what I mean. He might be that perfect type of safety because obviously it looks like um, he's a good tackler. Probably definitely can help as far as <clears throat> stopping the run coming up from the safety spot, you know, now that we play five secondary. So, um, again, you never know. I know that this happened with Stretzinger back in the day too when uh, – Michigan wanted him to come and play corner and he chose us over Michigan because we allowed him to play running back. And then he came and he found out that, you know, he wasn't going to break the depth chart. Then he went over to defense and actually played better on defense than he did on offense. So who knows, that might be a situation with this guy. Um, but as far as right now, he's coming in as a running back. And obviously, uh, I guess Tiana working in upper body injury. And I guess as far as I've read, she is it upper be, or lower? That's why I heard. That's why I read it was upper. So I heard yeah, leg. Though. I, I heard she definitely. 
I heard leg at one point too. Yeah. Uh, so it suffered mean, against she NC State. Wasn't, from what I understand, she wasn't going to play in the tournament, but uh, coach said that he was almost, you know, he's not a very positive that she was going to be okay for the, the NCAA. NCAA tournament. Okay. Yeah. All right. Speaking of NC State, the all time series between, this is why we're here. This is why we're here. We're going to give you. Everything we can as far as this NC State game goes. So I got some little bit of fan feedback. We'll, we'll, you know, it's not a whole lot of discussion there, but it's definitely some, some stuff. Get your thoughts on all of that. The all time series between Syracuse and NC State sits at nine and six in favor of the Orange. So far this year, Syracuse has swept the Wolfpack so far. Uh, Griffin having a field day in both of those com- games, combining for 41 points total. Uh, Jericho Helms, who killed us in the first game with 24. He was held in check in the second time around with 11 points. He's the uh, leading scorer for the Wolfpack with 13 points a game. Manny Bates is leading the team in rebounds per game. Uh, 6'10 senior DJ Funderburk is the only other Wolfpack player averaging double digits in points per game with 12. Since losing to Syracuse on February 9th, NC State has won five of their last sixth, the last five of those all W's. Uh, one of those wins includes your regular season ACC champions, Virginia, and Wolfpack took them down. The Wolfpack's game against Virginia Tech that was supposed to be for yesterday was canceled due to contact tracing on Virginia Tech's park. NC State was trying to schedule a last-minute non-conference opponent, but unable to do so. So for what it's worth, they were trying to to get one more in there, get a win. I mean, they're in the same boat everybody else is in. So, you know, Joe, one thing that is obvious in the situation is that Syracuse is going to have to beat NC State three times in one season. I think it's a tall order no matter who you're playing, but... You don't have to look back too far for the last time Syracuse actually did it in Jeff Cable's first three games against Syracuse as a Pittsburgh head coach. Syracuse pulled off three wins in 2019, two regular season games in an ACC tournament game before going on to lose to Duke in that same ACC tournament. They're going to have to do it again if they want any chance to make the big dance. Joe, you know, a noon game, that always sucks. First of all, that sucks. Yeah. Noon sucks. That's the worst part about that, yeah. I'm so hoping that I'm going to be able to make that work. <laughs> I'm going to make it work one way or another, but uh, I have not missed anything this year. I don't plan on missing that. So, Joe, I mean, look, okay, look. And we'll get into fan feedback, but this is this is the matchup I wanted. So I'm not going to be picky about it. Right. But they are hot now. They have won five in a row. So, I mean... They're due for a loss. They're due for a loss. They they've struggled against us so far this year. First game without right. first game was without Funderburg, but uh, even when they had him, we we still beat him. So Devin Daniels obviously done. So what do you think, Joe? Uh, looking at the the past couple of games and the way that they've been playing, um, the one guy I think that's going to be kind of a, a difference maker this time around. Obviously, we know. Uh, like I'm looking at they, when they played against Notre Dame, right? They started Manny Bates and Funderburk and Helms, which gives them a decent, you know, size down there. And I mean, we've handled it a little bit. And um, I mean, Manny Bates, he's I don't want to say he's 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 a beast down there, but we know that he's going to be around the basket. He's not going to step out and shoot jumpers. Uh, Funderburk can, but he hasn't really proven it. And Helms has had one really good game and one really bad game against us offensively. So um, I think we've kind of. Uh, I would be surprised if any one of those three dominate. I might 
think they might have their moments, but I think for right now, especially with the emergence of Jesse Edwards, and they haven't really seen him out there yet. Um, hopefully, that'll kind of neutralize how 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 that goes. But um, I'm noticing that they didn't start um, Shaquille Moore, which they normally do. Uh, they've been starting Darian Sebron, who's a six seven guard, uh, alongside Cam Hayes, who's six three. Uh, Shaquille Moore six one. Braxton Beverly, we know he's probably what five ten six foot so if you remember last time uh they kind of went short with the guards and that kind of went towards giving us uh good mismatches and stuff like that and um based upon what i'm seeing here i mean braxton beverly did play a lot shaquille moore played 17 minutes off the bench but they go about seven deep and that's kind of the rotation it really all just depends on how the guards play they got beverly and then uh cam hayes zebron and shaquille moore they're three freshmen so um they make mistakes, but uh, it really just depends on if we can – really, it would be nice if we could get them in foul trouble because we know who their tall guys are. We know who to worry about. But um, got to keep the Cam Hayes, Shaquille Moore, and Braxton Beverly. Got to be on them or our three-pointers as well because they can all shoot too. So, um, overall, NC State, they're starting to find the rhythm ever since they lost Daniels and five in a row, like you said. So, And, again – We've beaten them twice, and like you've said so many times, it's hard to beat a team three times in one season. So I'm more confident in this game than if I would have been going into Duke, but I'm still nervous. Yeah, Duke got handled last night. I would not want to play Duke next after what UNC did to them. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they're going to play Boston College. And then the winner of that game is going to play Louisville. If you got a chance to look at the bracket, you'll see Syracuse NC State. Winner of that game is going to play UVA. So mm. I know that there's a lot of guys, a lot of us fans uh, and gals, who think Syracuse needs two wins to get into the NCAA tournament. And you got to go ahead and you got to play a noon game against NC State, beat them three times in one year. Then you got to go ahead and you got to play another noon game against the regular season ACC champions in the one seed uh, uh, Cavaliers. And uh, it, it, I mean, couldn't have a rougher road, in my opinion, uh, than you're either going to face, you know, the winner of Pitt, Miami will face off against Clemson. And then the winner of that game will face Georgia Tech and the winner of that game, obviously, if you could look at it. But it's 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 not the easiest pa- easiest path. And you know, um no. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go back on what I said, but you're looking at this path and you're looking, well, you know, playing maybe playing Duke wouldn't have been such a bad idea. But like I said, I'm not sure if I'd want to play them next. Right. So. No, Boston Colleges. <laughs> yeah, no. I, if they would have won, then it would have been a different story. You never really would have known. But yeah, I think right now there's still a lot of there's just still a lot just wide open. Uh, Mike McAllister actually, uh, he does a great job with um, SportsIllustrated.com in uh, writing these daily kind of what games to look at, where where we're at, what um, what teams that we play against, how close are they to winning or losing, to maybe making uh, our wins or losses versus them go to a quad one or go up a quad. Um, so he kind of does a daily thing for that. So still a lot of bubble teams up there that they can definitely play their way out. 
Um, and he kind of gives a list of daily games for Orange fans to kind of watch since we haven't been able to watch us play since Wednesday. Um, and really to look for what games to watch and, and who to root for as far as losing to try to help us um, in uh, in the bubble talk. So I feel like because other teams are kind of losing and there's kind of a, a positive with uh, Syracuse, the way that we've ended the last two games to where I think that our bubble is going up a little bit. We moved up two spots in the net 49. And um, even today, like right now, I'm watching him praying that this Drake Drake loses to Loyola Chicago. It's uh, their championship yeah. game. And they're saying that uh, Drake, not a really, really impressive um, resume, not a huge strength of schedule. And if they don't win their conference, then they still don't know if uh, – if they're going to get in, but Loyola Chicago is, is ranked 20th and they're getting in no matter what. So if Drake wins, that's stealing a spot uh, currently right now, 14 minutes left in the second and Loyola Chicago's up 13. So and we can't afford obviously the, the stolen spots and that's been kind of, we've touched on that earlier in the year. And that was kind of one of the big concerns with the trajectory that Syracuse was on. So they control their own fate right now. But do you think, do you still think, because I know you did think at one time, do you think a win against NC State is enough if they lose to Virginia? Is it enough? So, so it's just, again, it, it, a lot of it hap- It depends on how many bids are stolen and yeah. what other teams do. I think that as much as, we either beat Virginia and we take it out of. Well, put know, it like uh, this. Put it like this. Oh, if we beat Virginia, I think it's we're in. Oh yeah, I think okay. so too. Okay, so put it like this. All that stuff aside, like we have to get in. You know, we can't rely on people losing and things like that. NC State probably not enough to do it, in my opinion. Uh, without having to rely on other people and putting it in other people's and other teams' hands, then yeah. Hundred percent. If you want to be sitting on pins and needles, having no idea on Selection Sunday, then that's kind of the situation. Which has been, the- but I don't. I don't think beating. If we beat NC State, I don't think losing to Virginia though necessarily knocks us out either. Yeah, and we are just going to have to see. I guess uh, we could sit here and speculate all day, but we are going to finish this up and we're going to get into fan feedback right after this. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates in Northbrook, Illinois. All right, bet online. I already mentioned once. I'm going to mention them again. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. College basketball, the NHL, they're in full swing. Got NASCARs in full swing. MLB coming up. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds and props, and almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over there today and get a 50% welcome bonus off your first deposit using the promo code Armchair. That's a 50% welcome bonus off your first deposit use the promo code armchair ebay.com slash sneakers go there today whether rare dead stock or the latest release find the exact shoe you're looking for on ebay as the original sneaker marketplace ebay is the best place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing and with ebay's authenticity guarantee a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently knowing and your pair is the real deal. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated, eliminated selling fees on sneakers, $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection with other sites taking as much as 25%. You're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com slash sneakers today. ebay.com slash sneakers today. All right. Well, I wanted to take the temperature of Facebook and Twitter, see what they, what, how they felt, how you guys felt. And, you know, in a perfect world, we would have just done it live. But it's not a perfect world. It didn't work out. By the way, I don't know how shows are going to go moving forward as far as tournament time. And I got to be honest, because it's been so long, it's been two, it'll be two years since we did it. I'm not even sure how we did it. Obviously, we had we had one game last year in the ACC tournament, and everything was shut off. So we have to go back two years to figure out exactly how we did it. And Joe, I don't know how we did it. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, we'll have to. Maybe I have to go back in the archives and see what we did. Either way, we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, Mahir, top fan on Facebook, nervous. NC State is very dangerous and hot right now. And I agree. And you know, you get to the you get to the five game win streak. And I mean, we haven't had a five game win streak. Most we've had is three. We're going to be tying that if we beat NC State. And but on the other hand, on the flip side of that, like I said, the the it's time for them to lose. It's time for them to lose. And they've been cold, so they haven't played since when, Joe? Let me see. I, it's, I can uh, tell you right now. Give me one second. I should have this March pulled up 3rd. already. March 3rd. So I guess not Wednesday. that long ago. Last Wednesday. 
So that will be the same the same day we played. So they beat Notre Dame, obviously. I remember that game because we talked about it that day. So anyways, yeah, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'd have been nervous either way, though. So it doesn't matter. But this is the matchup I would have picked. Joe, what do you think? As far as Tennessee State, it, it, yeah, hundred percent, yeah, over Duke. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. which one? You rather? I don't want to see. I don't want to see Williams. I don't either. <laughs> don't either, Brandon. The way I'm, Duke shot against us last time, no thank you. I know, and they couldn't hit anything yesterday. Matthew Hurt was t- hor- He was hurt. He was hurting for a bucket. Brandon on Facebook. It's like. It's like, what's the worst thing that is going to happen at this point? I still don't think we are in. So if we win this, then we probably get to the first four out. One more win, now we are talking. I'm telling you, you beat Virginia, you're in. There's just no doubt about that. Everything in between there is going to be up, left up to fate and out of our control. Yep. So um, we'll just obviously have to hope for – and look, I mean, two wins – is <laughs> we haven't won four in a row yet this year. Uh, UVA, it, we've just we've we've had some games with them where we've surprised them. So it, I wouldn't count it out with the way Syracuse has been playing to just put a you know to be put a positive spin on this. They've right. they're playing the best basketball the past couple games that they've played all season. You know, you throw Jesse Edwards in there, like you said, Joe, you probably hopefully get to see him during some NC State. And if they can win that game, you you know, we'll see what he can do then after that. But, right. you know, anyways, top fan, Robert on Facebook. Let's get him. The way Cuse is playing, bring it on. Yeah, just like I said, to piggyback off of what I said. Thank you, Robert. Uh, yeah. yeah, the way they're playing, I mean, some of these guys are ready. So, at Gar- Garofalo Rocky. Hard to beat a team three times in a season. I would have liked to seen Duke actually like a challenge. Well, n- my opinion, now's not a time for a challenge. <laughs> I need some. <laughs> if I could have more of a gimme than NC State, I would take it. You know, I mean, if there was a. <laughs> right. At this point, really, too, I mean, I guess some people want to look at it one way. We could look at it one way or we could look at it another, right? But I, I just don't see a situation where. I mean, where are these teams as far as in right? NC State sixty six, Duke fifty nine. Uh, it doesn't change the quad. No, I mean so. we're 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 kind of done with the quad. So basically, well, we're not done with the quad. Not for the obviously not for the tournament, but no, this is a quad the, two. I'm, what I'm saying is, this is a quad two game, no matter what. One, like, yeah, uh, zero through fifty is in a neutral court. Is going to be quad two for everybody. Yeah. So. So maybe it would have been a situation if Duke was up in the forties or something. Then maybe I can see a, a reasonable scenario where you might want to say, "Oh, well, let's play Duke because it gives us a chance for a quad one, and it's going to help our strength of schedule." But Co- correction too. I'm sorry. One through fifty on a neutral is quad one. Fifty one right. through a hundred on a neutral is quad two. My bad. Right. Yeah, so and neither of these teams are obviously going to get to quad one, and, and neither of them are going to bounce outside of quad two. Uh, so, again, I think you just take the matchup that you know you can kind of – that you're more comfortable with as far as a fan goes. I mean, obviously, the team, they don't care. They're going to play whoever whoever shows up, obviously. But 
M. At M. Kelly 1971 2005 on Twitter. I'm not a big fan of trying to beat a team three times in a season, but I guess we have no choice. We know they can beat them, so dot, dot, dot. Well, yeah. Like I said, we did it against Capel's crappy pit team when he first took that over, but I think this is different. And right. I think that team was worse, even though it's kind of a rivalry game. And it's still tough to do. I think if you had to play, you know, one or the other, I'd go back and play the that pit team from 2019. Uh, you know, so. Well, it's just what's crazy too is that re, that one pit game is like we win that pit game at oh home. the one at home yeah you then you know that we would have been the fifth seed right in the ACC. I did not know that. Yeah. And we would be well if you just move the move the fifth seed we'd be uh, we'd be playing the winner of Pitt in Miami, yeah. something like that. If you're you know that wouldn't land completely like that, but it would be something like that. And then who would be the next game? Uh, the next game if we won would be Georgia Tech. Hmm. <laughs> so I'd rather play Georgia Tech than Virginia. Oh well, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, you look at both sides of this bracket too, and you and you think to yourself, really, it's no real good place to be. It's just that we got kind of one of the worst places. Being obviously being an eight seed, it just puts you in a bad spot. Right. So, um, it is what it is. At Nick underscore Floric, it's very difficult to beat the same team three times in one season. But mm-hmm. we, you see the common theme here. Uh, but yeah. we match up pretty well, and we are playing good ball. We better not be thinking about Virginia. And, you know, that's a thing. But I don't think – I think Syracuse is smarter than that right now to not go ahead and look ahead at, at Virginia. That's the last thing they need to do. They have, yeah, they, they have to win this game. And I think – Yeah, we're all must winners out there yeah yeah this is the must win this has been the only must win pretty much all year well this is the absolute Maybe must the last win now two games but this is yeah I, I think i think when you look when you lose to after you lose to georgia tech everything from there is a must win yeah i mean it gets to it gets to a point in the season where everything's you're either a, in or everything's a must win until you lose right? exactly exactly it's a must win until the next one that's what it. That's what it comes down to. So yeah. So this is a must win. It's a must win until we lose, and then after that, it's just going to be us conversating with each other and trying to basically make a case for why we should be in. Exactly. And my case for us to be in is is would be, you know, why are some of these other teams? Why would some of these other teams be in and not us? No, I just I look at some of the teams in front of us, and all I can really see is. Like some of these mid-majors in front of us, like I said, they'd have more losses if they played a, nine, a regular non-conference schedule. And you gotta, uh, when you look, you gotta imagine. When you look at the strength of schedule as well. Uh, you you got to look at that too. So I, I look at some of these teams in front of us, like Drakes and the Utah States of the world, um, and wonder why. And it's basically just because of the number of wins. But when you look at the schedule, it's like they wouldn't have that. They wouldn't have that. Well, take record if they played our schedule. I guess is my whole point. So. Right. Take perfect example. You've brought them up before. Colgate, twelve and one, and they're six and zero oh on the road. So when you win like that on the road, it's very easy. It's not very easy, but it's pretty easy to rack up some quad one wins. And they 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 um they racked up zero. Okay. 
Because they're only so, playing their conference. They I, play a non-conference. Exactly. Exactly. They didn't even play a quad one game all season. So how do you be, how can you even look at that? Yeah, well they didn't win it they didn't win any, they didn't lose any, but they didn't freaking play any. Well, and that's where that whole net ranking thing is kind of skewed for me because again, you look at them and they're either eight or nine in the net, and it's it's like yeah, but if they lose in their conference tournament, like they're not going to the tournament. No, I mean not, right. I mean how they, they could be thirteen and two. They didn't play anybody. And by the and way, you know, if you gave up, if you gave up playing non-conference and you go to the NCAA tournament, you're you're a complete chode. This is, this is such a hypocritical move when the lights are shining, you're going to play. But when right. the, you know what I'm saying? It's so yeah. it's so stupid. At Tony Blah Blah, you should automatically not. I mean, it should be eliminated. You don't play non-conference. I'm sorry. You gotta go. At Tony Blah Blah, we need to get out. Get we need to get it out of our heads. You can beat a team three times. All right, he's flipping the script here. And a tournament bound team will do it. Hope for a good run by Clemson. They're 36 in the net. Yeah, I mean, well, you don't you don't want the run to be but so good because they are in our side of the bracket if that was to come to that. But yeah, you definitely want them to beat Georgia Tech and whoever they got to play between Pitt and Miami. So no, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty. Um, if Clemson wins the first two games, and they'll probably be in the top thirty. So so we might at the end of this tournament, even if they. You know, whatever the results of Syracuse are, it's a possibility that they do, you know, do pick up an, another quad one win, which would be great, which is m- more than Colgate could say. At Greg Hodling, 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 odds are not in our favor, but neither would they be playing Virginia. So, hey, boys, nothing to really lose. Absolutely, man. This is it. We talked about it in the last episode. It's go time. Just what you have nothing to lose. Throw everything at the wall. See if it sticks. Syracuse is playing really good basketball, and yeah. let's just do it. Let's just yeah. do it. Well, they've they've seen they've been able to go back and look at the last five wins to see how NC State's been playing. And again, like I said, they only go about seven deep. And if you can get some guys in foul trouble, we can definitely get some crazy good offensive mismatches. Uh, so we had a whole we're gonna have a whole week to get healthy, get rested, and game plan against NC State and play one game at a time but once you get after the, if we can if we can win that nc state game then after that that's when you're just like hey look this is your last opportunity like this is it like you got to go out there and if you win this we will be you will hear your name on sunday you know but if we lose this it's all you, you know and then that's yeah and that's when you're you know yeah all balls to the walls at Cuse orange man 44, feeling pretty good about it. No matter who they're going to play, the health of the team is the most important thing going into the tournament. So, obviously, battered and bruised, banged up, came out of the trenches, won a couple big games, get a little bit of a respite here, coming in to play NC State. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I have a good feeling we're going to be pretty healthy, but we never know. You know, we don't get, like, pregame press conferences like you do during football. So, so we don't have it. We can't gauge the temperature of coach and. He wouldn't say anything anyway. Yeah, I know. But you could at least. I mean, you could try to read in between the lines. Of, I guess if you, if you wanted to, it's. I know it's tough, but it still helps. So, uh, with that said, yeah, obviously, it. This team, you know, we talked a lot about that in the last show. It would have been nice to have another game, another kind of gimme. Uh, but, but. 
the health of the team, most important thing right now, heading into heading into the postseason, and in, in, and I hope we get to see Syracuse play more than twice, you know, and you know I have at least two games left, but uh, you know we'll see what they can do. So, right. All right, Joe, it's that time. It's your favorite time of the show. It's time for predictions for Wednesday's afternoon matchup against NC State. And let's take a look just for turds and giggles, for Cuomo's and giggles here. The first game was 76-73. That was the one without Funderburk. The next game at home, at home no, at at NC State, first game was at home. The next game at NC State was 77-68. So, you know, both single-digit wins. And, you know, assuming we're going to – we have a little edge, as you mentioned, with Jesse Edwards. They haven't seen much of him. He's been getting right. some minutes. It's a possibility we get to see some good stuff out of him. So, you know, everybody knows the deal. Manny Bates, Funderburk. Braxton Beverly has not been a problem yet this year with, you know, with our guards. They've done a really good job with him. And so I don't foresee him being a problem again. It's, everything's going to be on the rebounding end and down low like it has been. I don't see it, I don't see that changing. So with that said, it's a difficult one. Uh, <laughs> with that said, I'm going to go ahead and say 80 to 74 Syracuse. Okay. They were scoring in the 70s. They were. So high 70s. Okay. What you got? I'm going to take 73-65 Syracuse. Okay. All right. Okay. And as always, I'll put it out the morning of with the Ken Palm predictions. And you give us your thoughts on that. We appreciate it. I think that's it, Joe. Anything to wrap up? Go Syracuse, man. It's go time. Let's do it. Go Loyola Chicago. Go Loyola Chicago. (sighs) What's the score there right now? I'm watching the race. 57-48 with seven minutes to go. So Loyola Chicago is up nine. Okay. Well. There's a lot of time left in that one. So, yes, there is. Anyways, all right. Thank you to all of you for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Enough can't be said about that. Thank you. Tip that online. Thank you to eBay.com/sneakers for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.